In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, welcome to worship as beloved people of God. We celebrate the Word of God today. That saving Word, the world restoring, and we pray, speak to us, your love outpouring. I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. As we are now in the midst of a church here that focuses on the mission Christ calls us to, empowered by the Holy Spirit given at Pentecost, to join in celebrating the good news of God's love in Christ, spreading and rooting and producing faith, hope, and love in our lives. God's word goes out like seeds scattered on the ground, and God promises it shall accomplish God's purposes. Before we hear our scripture readings, let us begin with the prayer of the day. Almighty God, we thank you for planting in us the seed of your word. By your Holy Spirit, help us to receive it with joy, live according to it, and grow in faith and hope and love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading comes from Isaiah 55. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Indeed, instead of the of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall be to the Lord for a memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Here ends the reading. And our gospel reading today comes from Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Anyone, let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown in the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown amongst thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, in another thirty. 
This is the Gospel of the Lord. The parable of the sower, or it has also been labeled the parable of the seeds, is in the center of the Gospel of Matthew, and in a sense really condenses the whole message of Matthew's Gospel. And since the Gospel is the good news of God's realm, God's kingdom on the move in Jesus Christ, the main message has to do with what God is doing for us as God's realm spreads in the message and ministry of Jesus. The first thing that stands out for me in this parable told by Jesus is the way in which the sower sows seeds, spreading seeds all over the place, indiscriminately, on the path, in rocky ground, among the thorns and weeds, some in good soil. One would think the wisdom of God in Jesus' teaching would show a sower who would demonstrate more of an efficient way of spreading the seed, an eye toward being thrifty, considering the resources of precious seeds. One would think Jesus would describe a sower who is not being so wasteful, casting seeds out into areas which would be, for all purposes, hopeless places to sow seeds. But let's consider for a moment God's created world. Consider the natural world. Nature requires more seed to produce, to be produced than can possibly be used or germinated or come to maturity. We picked raspberries at our oldest son Eric and daughter-in-law Laura's house in Circle Pines over the 4th of July. Our granddaughters Beta, 4 years old, and Lydia, 2 years old, joined in the picking too and in the tasting. Raspberries are a fruit with aggregates of droplets. I had to look up those technical words. But there are about a hundred droplets that make up every berry. It weighs a little more than a tenth of an ounce. Each droplet contains that juicy sweet pulp with a seed in the middle of each droplet. Think about it. A hundred seeds in each raspberry. Wow, that's amazing. Obviously, not all of them will be spread by bird droppings and take root, only a small fraction. Or consider the words of a professor who was asked after many years of teaching teachers what he had learned. And he said, I have learned an important truth. Good teachers are in love with the task of sowing seeds. They have to be because they hardly ever get to be there for the harvest. Rarely get to see the results of their teaching. Or consider the task of parenting, of loving a child, which many of you have done or are doing. Are there always immediate results? Does the love always take immediate root and return a harvest that is equal to what is sown? As a parent, especially when my own children were younger, much of what I did for them seemed to me went unnoticed. And when I think of the seeds of faith I was sowing, or at least trying to sow, I wonder if the final word is in yet. I hope not. You, make, you might make the similar observation from your own life or from your own experiences. As a preacher, as I think about it, I'm aware that the reality of my vocation is that I cast out my little words like seeds, and what happens? Who knows? Maybe sometimes it takes years for a word to germinate in the heart, to take root, produce a harvest, 
When we hear this parable told by Jesus, we know, if anything, Jesus was realistic. Not all seed will take root and grow. Fast-growing, instant results are not the rule when it comes to God's reign, God's kingdom. Matthew remembers this parable and writes it out in his gospel for people of faith who lived in the first century. There were problems at that time. The results of the seed of the good news of Jesus were at times much less than expected. In fact, in some cases there was resistance, rejection even, which was a cause for discouragement, dismay, and even despair. Maybe this kingdom experience is not so different than experiences we have throughout our lives. And maybe the sower who just will not be deterred from throwing seeds everywhere, even where it doesn't seem to have a prayer of making it, becomes an image of the way God works in our times when we are disillusioned or feel despair. God doesn't stop sowing seeds, ever. Seeds of hope and new life. The focus of the sower throwing out the seed does not seem to be on the quality of soil at all. And I think that's good news for us. I know it's good news for me. If I am honest about myself, the ground of my own life, the surface of my soul, I would say my soul's soil is sometimes rocky, sometimes thorny, sometimes thin, sometimes beaten down like a gravel trail, and sometimes, sometimes it is tilled and open and receptive. I would describe my own soil, my own life as kind of a borderland, always kind of between good soil and rocky soil, good soil and thorny soil, good soil and hard path. I think of the Apostle Paul and his words in Romans 7. I think they describe me quite well. And I like Eugene Peterson's paraphrase of Paul's words. He puts it like this. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, then I act another doing things I absolutely despise. For I, if I know the law but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? And isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He has acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but I'm pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. Praise God for the gracious gift of Jesus, for sowing the gift of undeserved love and mercy over and over in my life and in the lives of all of God's people. Sowing that gift of undeserved love without first measuring and figuring out whether the quality of my life appears ready to receive the gift on any given day. Praise God for not stopping the sowing. You have no doubt read Ziggy in the Sunday comics. In one comic strip, it was on a winter morning. Ziggy looks out his window after a heavy snowfall. 
A worried expression comes over his face. Out the door he goes with a big sack of bird seed. He sprinkles a few seeds on the snow. Come and get it, everybody, he yells. A few cold and hungry birds appear. A moment later, Ziggy is really getting into it. This is really fun, he exclaims, tossing handfuls of bird seed in the air. More and more birds are coming. And now Ziggy abandons himself to this bliss of giving it all away. Yahoo, he exults, tossing bird seeds everywhere for everyone. One of the birds interrupts his celebration, saying, uh, You're not trying to convert us to some weird religion, are you? Our Christian faith can be amazingly, miraculously, wonderfully weird. Jesus sows his love and mercy, his forgiveness and grace, right on the borderland, right in the margins, in that very spot where we are wavering, where we are not sure that we are good soil. The sower is persistent, scattering seeds here and there in you and me, and who can say what might take root and grow? In Jesus' day, a farmer on a good year might expect a return of four or five times what was planted. But Jesus says in his parable of God's reign, the results of this farmer sowing the seed, just scattering it everywhere, even places that most would not consider throwing the seed at all. With this method, the harvest was tremendous. 30, 60, 100 times what was planted. A mind-blowing harvest that would produce abundantly. God's realm on the move in Jesus. The seed of the kingdom is being spread, even to places of discouragement and despair, even places of doubt, undeserving, and disobedience. Seeds of hope, forgiveness, love, joy, peace, new life. There is a power in the seed that will grow and in the end produce a kingdom harvest. In the words of the prophet Isaiah, For as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there until the water, they water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that for which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. I'd like to close the sermon with the hymn, two hymn verses from the hymn, Word of God, Come Down to Earth. And may this hymn be heard as a prayer. Word of God, come down to, on earth, living rain from heaven descending. Touch our hearts and bring to birth faith and hope and love unending. Word Almighty, we revere you. Word made flesh, we long to hear you. Word eternal, throned on high, Word that brought to life creation. Word that came from heaven to die, crucified for our salvation. Saving word, the world restoring, speak to us your love outpouring. And now we pray, pray the prayer our Lord taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.